Hey everyone, Carrie Gott Warner here, and I want to welcome you to another edition of Power Pearls Unplugged. This is the live edition of Power Pearls Podcast, and I jump on here every week uh, to bring you the latest news about the podcast, and I talk about a variety of different topics as they pertain to the podcast and our yarn crafting life. So I am very excited to uh, jump on here today because I'm going to be talking about the latest episode. So that's episode 81 of the podcast. And I am joined by my co-host, Tabitha Hedrick. And in today's episode, we talk about ways to tap into your purpose-driven mission and to use this like rocket fuel for creating a meaningful and sustainable fiber, loving business, and lifestyle. So, you know, I always talk about two, those two sides of the spectrum, our business, our fiber business, and our yarn crafting and our creativity, because they're so intertwined, especially when you, we are creatives, right? So those are the things that I'm sort of always knitting together, if you will, of course, uh, no pun intended, but that's such a weird saying, because it kind of is, right? But um. Uh, so, hey, I am going to start saying hello to some of you guys popping in the room before I get started. Um, Troy, hello. Nice to see you today. And uh, yeah, so, um, yep, it's a little bit cold here. I don't know. I don't know. What is, what is it like there in New York, Troy? I'm sure it is uh, chilly. Yeah, it's been warm. And then all of a sudden it's, you know, it's really chilly here. Um, I was actually in New York uh ago or two weeks ago it was not really new york state but the state of new york you know when you're from new york you know the difference right so i was like about an hour away from the city and uh it was i was like in the port jervis area and that's uh, so beautiful but man it was so cold and it was um yeah i was there on april 30th um i think it was the 27th through the first and it snowed it snowed on April 30th and I was like wishing, I was like, ah, oh, I wish it was uh, in May 1st. So I could say, eh, it snowed on May 1st, you know? But anyway, it was crazy, it was totally crazy. So it's 71, hmm, yeah. So it's definitely not 71, it's like in the 50s here. So whatever, what are you gonna do, right? Um, so now it was cold in New York when it was warm here, like it was like 80s here and it snowed uh, and now it's uh, now it's warmer. but it's life. Anyway, yeah, I just went off on the weather tangent, but I always like to, uh, you know, break the ice before uh, we get started, before I really get into the meat of the conversation, because it takes a while for some of you guys to see this pop up uh, in your on your phone and your notifications and, and such. So I figure we'll just start having some fun, lighthearted conversation, and then I can say hello to you guys, and then ask you to also take a moment to share uh, you know, where you're viewing from, and also share with your friends, share with your Facebook friends. So Marie, hello, I haven't seen you in a while. How are you? And you're Nate, we're neighbors. Kind of, sort of. Um, Marie lives in, I think you live in, well, you live in Indiana, I'm not going to say where, because I know it's like, oh, don't tell people where, where I live necessarily. Some people don't want necessarily to have that news out there, but you are where I'm, I live in Indiana and you do as well. So I can at least say that, I think, because uh, we've had those conversations before. Um, so how are you loving your life in the 
Hoosier State, as they say. I still can't like Hoosier. Such a funny name. And there are a lot of stories surrounding Hoosier and where that comes from. Uh, I'll tell you a funny little story while we're waiting. Oh, right. Muncie. Right. You're in Muncie. Um, I thought it was Indy, but you're in Muncie. So, um, Marie. Yeah. Um, but the story about the Hoosier thing um, is uh, somebody uh, some somebody said, who's your mother? Like an Amish person or said like with a weird accent said, who's your mother or something? It doesn't, it's like kind of sounds lame, but it was sort of like one of those weird things where someone said something that, you know, they meant something else and the word Hoosier came out of it. Who knows if that's really true? But anyway, I still call myself a Jersey girl, even though I live in Indiana. But uh, my husband's like, you're not a Jersey girl because you're from New York. I say, well, yeah, but I grew up in New Jersey. So, you know, as they say, you can take the girl out of Jersey, but you can't take the Jersey out of the girl. OK, I'm just saying. So. Um, so, yeah. So great, Marie. I'm really glad uh, you're, you're liking it. I mean, you know, Indiana is really flat. And there's a whole lot of farmland. Uh, that's the thing that I, you know, I missed. I missed the rustic rolling hills of the Northeast. But hey, what are you going to do? Um, but uh, yeah, Muncie, there's some really, there's a great arboretum or like a botanical garden, I guess you would call it. It's uh, it's called Minatistra. Have you heard of it, Marie? I'm pretty sure it's in Muncie. Um, and then you've got Ball State. I think Ball State University is there. And I was there a couple of weeks ago with my son for his a class trip. We were at the uh, Ball State. We were at Ball State University for a. Um, we were visiting the planetarium. Man, it's so cool. I love that stuff. I love, you know, just talking about the universe and the planets and the end. It's endless and oh my goodness. And where does it start anyway? Uh, so yeah. So Troy says Joyzy. Yeah, you know the other one saying you from Joyzy. I'm from Joyzy. Yeah. Anyway, because you know it's Jersey humor for you. Um, so yeah, so Marie, you live five minutes from Ball State. That's good. That's great. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. All right. So I see that a bunch of you guys are rolling into the room. So I will get started. Um, all right. So please, if you haven't already done so, please take a moment to share with your Facebook friend. I'm going to take a little sip of my, this is my afternoon delight. It's, it's either green tea, like a green matcha or coffee. And I'm actually, I'm actually having coffee. My husband usually says, what are you, why are you having coffee? It's so late, but I don't know. So I'm just, I don't usually, but I, sometimes I'm in the mood because it's like Friday and we're going to have a power parts party, right? So, mm-hmm. All right. So, um, all right. So I want to start off by letting you guys know that this video edition of the podcast is brought to you by the Power Pearls community on Patreon. So when you become a sponsor, you get early release episodes of the podcast. So I just released episode 81 last night and I, I, I go live every couple of weeks in the uh, Patreon only, patron only, I should say, Facebook group. And uh, and so I talk about behind the scenes. I shared my screen. I showed the blog, like kind of how I create the blog post and edit the episode and all this kind of stuff, even getting into my editor, which actually I meant to do that yesterday with some of my patrons, but I forgot to because I was showing them kind of my calendar and how one thing leads to the next and all these different ways of organizing. It's a lot. It's a, lot, a crazy, crazy, lots of work. 
Um, so when you, if you decide to become a, a sponsor, and you can do this at any level, any level, which is really cool, you get early releases, right? And you also get unedited episodes. There's a bunch of unedited, un, I can't say that, a bunch of unedited episodes up there. And, um, and these are with designers, and some of the designers have actually, and myself, have uh, provided, have given these little mini trainings, little mini uh, trainings on the you know, audio trainings at the end of the episode. So I, I left those for patrons only. So anyway, um, so you can check that all out. Oh, and by the way, there's also a private Facebook group just for patrons. So if you would like, you can check that out by going to caragotwarner.com forward slash community. All right. Um, oh, sure. And you know what? I left a little snack for you as well. Okay. That was London, my son. You know, he's part, sometimes he's part of the show because I'm like, you know what? Um, it's real life, you guys. We're talking real life, right? So sometimes the little dude joins us. And a couple of times I, I taught him how to finger knit. I taught him how to arm knit. And um, we did some like kids crafts. Um, and those are the best videos. Like they're the most they're most popular videos. <laughs> so like, oh my gosh, I think that says something, you know? All right. So um, I always like to uh, start with a burning question of the week. Hi, London. Hello. Um, you want to say hello? Hello. Hello. hello uh, before we get, I'm going to, cause I'm going to get started with a, I'm going to get started with my video. So you can say hello. It's Friday. Um, so Marie says, I love the shawl behind you. Yes, this is a, this is actually a piece that I designed for Annie's signature collection and it's got fringe on it. It's, um, very similar to all the kinds of shawls, a template that I use for all of my designs, basically, except this one, it's got some, it's got some lovely fringe. Can you move to the side just a touch London? No. Okay. Um, so you want to, you want to kind of let people see, see the fringe on this? Yeah. So, and this is made with three strands held together, three strands of yarn held together. And it's all cotton and rayon or nylon or whatever, mm. but I'm live, London, so you gotta be good. You gotta be a good no. boy. Why? Because. Okay, this is live. You know how many people are watching? A lot of people. Wait, it's <laughs> a, a little of... late. Oh, it's a little late. Yeah, look, look, look. What? what? Hold. Oh, it's delayed. It's delayed. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Look. It's, it is, yes, it's delayed. Okay, so, all right, London. So I'm going to get started. So why don't you go upstairs so I can talk with the fabulous, my fabulous Power Pearls friends, okay? Yes. Thank you. You're welcome, London. All right, so you guys ready for the burning question of the week? Hmm? <clears throat> you guys ready for that? And this is a great way to break the ice. I feel like we already broke the ice, so this is cool. <clears throat> but it's a great way to break the ice and get this Power Pearls party started. And so today my question is about working with plant-based yarns. You either love them or you hate them. So there's my question for you guys. Do you work with plant-based yarns or not? And if you like them, if you really like to work with them, um, you know, you what are your favorites? Share your favorites in the comments. Uh, and if not, why not? You know, so I'd love to hear from you. And while you're thinking about that, you know, it's easy to say yes or no, or maybe, or here's why I might work with them. Um, because I want to talk about plant-based yarn, plant-based knitting, and also earth, you know, earth-friendly 
uh, yarns because many of these plant-based fibers, you know, like cotton, um, bamboo, uh, although there are some issues with bamboo on the earth-friendly side, believe it or not, um, but there are lots of different um, yarns out there that are sustainable. We love the word sustainable, and I'm going to show some off. Have some here. I'm going to show them in a little bit. We're going to kind of segue and switch some gears. So that is my question to you guys. So Marie says, love cotton, linen, and bamboo. That's awesome. So, oh, hey, Sue. You know what? Sometimes the comments, I'm like, I can't see who's on here. That's why I have my phone near me. But um, I think everything is uh, kind of up to speed now. So Sue says, uh, <laughs> Sue says, you know what they say in showbiz. Children and animals will always upstage you. <laughs> So true. Yeah, all I need now is a dog. Yeah, or a cat. Cats, cats and yarn don't mix. Although I know a lot of knitters love cats. I can tell you some crazy stories when it comes to cats and yarn. I had cats. I've always inherited. Uh, um, I've always inherited cats in relationships. Not in my current relationship. Um, you know, but like in the past, right, with boyfriends and such, and. Um, you know, they uh, would um, basically um, tear into my yarn. And I have some crazy stories about that. So I won't go into that right now. So uh, let's see. Yeah. All right. So I wanted to see if any, any of you. Okay. So uh, Marie says never worked with, with corn. I'm, I, well, I, yeah, um, that's another fiber that I don't know. Is that still like happening? I mean, you know, that's a whole other thing. I mean, I'm not going to get into it now, but, you know, corn, because it's so you know, it's become such a commodity in the, in the factory farming world that I wonder how um, earth friendly it really is these days to work with corn yarn. That's just one little, one little thought off the top of my head here. But anyway, so yeah, I just wanted to kind of throw that out there. See um, you guys that are watching what you think of, you know, plant-based yarns, you love them, you hate them. If you love them, you know, share your favorites, any brands that you want, you know, would love to share with others that are watching. Um, and then if you don't, you know, love, you don't like working with plant-based then share why I know that sometimes, you know, it's not as smooth. It doesn't feel as nice as like a working with a Merino. So anyway, okay, so here goes, I'm going to switch gears. So while you guys are thinking about that question, cause I always like to start breaking the ice that way. And I'm going to talk now about the episode. So, um, so here we go. So Hot Off the Presses is Power Pearls podcast, episode 81. And if you haven't had a chance uh, to listen yet, you can go to powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash 81. And I chat with my buddy and my co-host, Tabitha Hedrick. Uh, so you guys may know her. She's been on the show before. And she's also the design director of Sweet Georgia Yarns. And um, on the episode, we share ways to get honest and real with your purpose. Uh, because, you know, when you connect with this most authentic place, it really can become like rocket fuel for genuine ideas that <clears throat> not only inspire you, but they also serve a greater goal outside of ourselves, you know. And so, you know, what could be better than that, you know, seriously, because I think then you you set yourself up to feel more filled, create more meaning in, in your activities, whether they're, you know, creative or business focused. So talking to a lot of fiber fiber um, makers, creators, people that want to start that business. And, you know, sometimes that word business can be like, oh, business, maybe I don't want to start a business, but I just want to do something on the side and see if I can make a little bit of money, a little pocket change, a little coffee, coffee money. I mean, I remember there's a designer, an Etsy designer, I can't think of her name, 
she's knitting um, and she calls her money, that she, the money that she makes coffee money. I think that's a really, like her Starbucks money. I think that's a good way to phrase it because then it's like, oh wow, all of a sudden, if you catch yourself, yourself making a living, wow, what a surprise. But if you, if you think about it from the perspective of, you know, who, it, I'm doing this because I love it. Who knows where it's going to lead? So I'll just go with it. So um, but like talking about this purpose-driven thing. So you see examples of this with yarn companies and designers, for example. So they may donate a portion of their yarn or their pattern sales to a charity that's really near and dear to their hearts. Um, and for myself, you know, I infused my passion for knitting and I built an amazing career in needle arts, you know, and this is like a, a career that spans more than 15 years as an executive editor of a top knitting magazine, business coach, helping designers and creatives uh, create that business. Uh, and uh, my passion for knitting has helped me to achieve these things because I let it be the driver. You know, that's the bottom line. And I gave, so what did I do? I gave the universe instructions. <laughs> and sometimes what happens is we actually give the, uh, we give the wrong instructions. We give the universe the wrong instructions when we don't mean to. You know, and so then what is that? What happens is it creates vague results. So, for example, here's something that I came up with for myself. This is a mission statement. So we're going to talk about mission statements in a second. And I mentioned that in my newsletter this morning, my update, you know, my weekly update. Try to be better about the weekly newsletter updates. And I talked about mission, creating your own mission statement. So I'm going to talk about that here. So here's for myself. This is like, this is something I actually wrote down in one of my notebooks like over a year ago before I started business because this is something that I would really love to start talking about. So here goes. This is my mission statement. You guys ready? So plant-based yarn crafting advocate, podcaster, smoothie maker, business coach to fiber-loving creatives who make who makes knitting sustainably sexy through her online courses and lifestyle coaching programs for the modern mindful knitter, crocheter, and yarn lover who believes we can all make a difference one stitch at a time. There's my mission statement. So as you can see, this is very specific, right? So like I was just saying before about the vague kind of idea. So if your idea is vague, then results will be vague. I've had this happen to myself so many times it's like so if you so if your idea is vague your results will be vague and maybe you'll get what you weren't wanting in the first place so when you're specific your focus is ninja right and your results are what you expect them to be so it's almost like order it's giving an order to the universe and i think it's sort of like the law you know we all know the law of attraction but there's there's it's not woo woo this is i feel like it really is the truth because if you're focused and you're directed and you know what you want and you've spelled it out, then you're going to put all your mind, your focus in, in that direction because you can be like, okay, I got a map. I know where I'm going to go. And that's in business and life. Uh, maybe you want to just, you know, um, do like a, you know, uh, a big project around the house, uh, you know, remodel a kitchen. I mean, whatever. You can plug and play into anything. So here's my challenge. Okay. I got a challenge for you. So I'd love for you to write out your purpose-driven mission statement, okay? So make it big and beautiful. Post it on the wall, on the fridge, or any place that you think you'll see it most. You know, it could be quirky. I don't really care. It doesn't matter where you put it. 
And so in my latest email update, I shared my, like I said, this mission statement. Uh, so it doesn't have to be crazy long. It can be straight to the point, uh, you know, and just hitting, being very specific, that just hitting on that purpose. Uh, so that's it. So that's my challenge. We're not done because now I got to do my review for the yarns. Okay. Because that's, that's it on the purpose-driven mission thing. So again, check out powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash 81 to read more about it, read my blog post. Um, I also have some other links in there for videos that relate to this topic and also some, you know, free freebies and downloads and they lead to uh, many exciting places. So really check it out because I think you'll be inspired if you find that this is something that's making you think, hmm, you know what, I really, I want to, I want to think about my mission. I want to really think about my pur purpose-driven mission behind you know, something that means, you know, something that's meaningful to me. Okay, so let's go ahead and uh, we're going to shift gears and talk about plant-based and earth-friendly spring and summer knitting. So I thought this was a perfect time for that. And my little mission statement was a good segue for this. Uh, and I kind of set you up with my burning question of the week. So let's see. All right, so I'm going to dive in. Let's see. Um, I might need to check my phone just to see if any anybody else has popped in um, because I think that my, see I do this live video on a tool called Be Live, which is great. Um, and I just joined their Facebook group. They've been very, very helpful. Um, but I wanna make sure that I'm not missing any comments or questions. Awesome, so good, good, good. So, all right. So let's shift gears. You, you guys ready to talk about plant-based yarns? I'm going to show you some, some of the things that are in my, my knitting bag, so to speak. And so I'm going to talk about the first. This is like, I'm going to make, I'm definitely going to be making some shawls, a, a, a shawl with this. Um, this is from Vegan Yarn. This is the name of the company. It's actually Vegan Yarn. And it is there, 100% Certified organic cotton and fair trade. I've never heard of this before, but it's Pacachu, Pacuchu color grown. So I'm really excited to work with this. So I got two colors. So the color of sage right here. So here it is. Okay. It's very light. I mean, this is, they have different weights. Okay. So this, I mean, it's like, it feels like just the, the weight of it for it being, um, how many grams is this? So this is a, uh, well, it's fingering weight and it's 200 meters, 219 yards on this, um, in this little pole skein here, this little cake. And, uh, and so it is G is organic color intensive, colors intensify with washing. Pretty cool, right? Um, it's, it's made in Peru. So I guess that's why it's Pacachu, Pacachu. That sounds, I was gonna say, that sounds like it could be Peruvian, huh? Um, and um, it is GMO free, good to know. Um, and Pacachu, it says, as close to nature as colors can be. Well, that's pretty awesome. And so this is really cool. I want to read their little, um, just like a little mission statement on, on this yarn. So this is all about the mission statement uh, thing right here. Um, and I love to see this. This is a purpose-driven mission company, okay? So this is why I want to support companies like Vegan Yarn and others. I'm going to talk about another one in a minute. So let, let's see. So the earliest records on spinning date back nearly 
millennia to Peru, where Pacachu meant brown cotton. Wow, isn't that cool? In ancient brown cotton meant brown cotton in ancient Inca. Today, na- native spun Pacachu cotton is grown in natural cream, beige, brown, avocado, and mauve shades. Wow, that's interesting. No pesticides, herbicides, or other agrochemicals are used to grow or color these yarns. All harvesting and color sorting is done by hand, just as it has been since the domestication of cotton in Peru over 4,500 years ago. Oh my goodness. So pretty cool. So here's the other color that I have. This is dark green. So I have dark green and sage. So this is fingering weight. It's it's fingering weight and it is 100% fair trade cotton. So that's gonna be something quite, quite lovely, I think. Can't wait, can't wait. So you can check them out, Vegan Yarn. That's, it's pretty much like, that's it. That's their website. Here's their card. Um, they sent me a nice little, little, you know, wrapping when they sent me the yarn and, you know, a little thank you for purchasing. And they are located in uh, Canada. And uh, so it's, yeah, veganyarn.com. Veganyarn.com. There's their card. It's pretty, isn't it? Their business card. So next on the plate, so I took a little trip to my local yarn shop. It's called Knitting Off Broadway. And they're in Fort Wayne, Indiana. And uh, and so they are in Broadway. <laughs> and I bought this, I bought three, no, four. Ooh, that's right. I bought four little skeins or balls, whatever we want to call these, of Ito. It's Japanese. So it's, it's Gimma Cotton by Ito. Gimma 8.5 is what this is called, and it is 100% cotton. Um, so, and, and I've I've worked with this before. There are other companies that I've used this, you know, yarn, uh, yarn like this, and it's it's interesting because it's almost paper like. It's paper like. It is a little slippery to work with, but it's one of those kind of yarns that when you work with it, like when you create with it, oh, it just makes like such something so cool to wear. Um, and so my plan is big needle, meshy, modern, you know. So here are the colors that I bought in this. This is Ito, like I said, Ito Gimma 8.5 is what it says. And um, so I'm going to try to hold these colors up for you. This is the color palette that I purchased. Isn't that cool? So I think that this is going to be a really, really nice shawl or something i'm saying shawl because i'm all about shawls and you know it is um springtime knitting and you know this piece behind me is made with some cotton or it's like a i think it's a cotton blend yarn but it's i wear it just like i have the way i have it on the mannequin like a mannequin so um but yeah so that's it and this i I can't wait to work with this oh and this was the other thing i wanted to show you guys so you know it's all about experience isn't it so I also bought matching stitch markers from the twice sheared sheep twice sheared sheep.com and these are snag free marker stitch markers so I'm going to try to hold everything together if you can see the colors work maybe I'll put one down but you can still see the, the the color combination you guys see that um so I'll just kind of hold this closer to the camera Cool, huh? Aren't those pretty? 
really pretty. And here's my my colors to go with to go with. So that's my those that's the kind of the yarn spotlight of the I'm not gonna say of the week because I'm not always going out to buy yarn every week because then my husband would have words with me. Um, but yeah, so I got all this at that little shop, Knitting Off Broadway. So thank you, Knitting Off Broadway, Natalie, the owner. She's awesome. So thank you for that. So, uh, so yeah, what did you guys think? I still haven't heard from you guys. Nobody's answering my question. Come on. Wake up, everybody. <laughs> Joke, just joking. But um, yeah, plant-based, love it, hate it. You can even just say yay, nay. You know, yes, yay. I love it. Nay, hate it. All right. So that's it, um, you guys. So I will be signing off. And before I do, just a little bit of housekeeping. So again, if you want to listen to the latest episode of Power Pearls Podcast, you can go to powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash eight one, or just go to powerpearlspodcast.com. You'll see Right in the middle of the screen, there's like a little scroll bar that just kind of flashes, you know, I'm not a scroll bar, you know, a, uh, a slider. Yeah, I'm like, slider. You can see all the latest episodes. So you can check those out uh, for, and you can see links to um, more inspiring videos like this that pertain to this topic uh, and are, or, or are related. And if you want to also get a weekly reminder. See, I, don't, I haven't really talked about this a lot because I think this is where the missing link is. I know some of you guys are diehard and you see the notifications, but if you want to get notifications, um, you know, sent to you via email um, when I go live and maybe just a little, a few other little tidbits and insights, uh, then go to powerpearlspodcast.com forward slash live video. Okay. So, and then what that means is you get on the list to get updates before I go live. So you're like, oh yes, right. Today's the day. And remember to go to uh, Power Pearls podcast, or I should say Caragot Warner. So many different websites. <laughs> Try to keep it really easy. And only use one. So caragotwarner.com forward slash community for, to check out the Patreon stuff. Okay. So that's it, you guys. I'm so excited that we had this time chatting together. And I will see you next week. Have a good one.